this song, now we're gonna do the same for you. What's up, guys? It's Donna here. And Holly. And you're listening to Teaser Talk. Switch, turn this on, now we're gonna do the same. You hit the on switch. Turn this on, now we're gonna do the same for you. Hey everyone, happy Teaser Talk Tuesday. I am super stoked to catch up with one of my personal favorites that's been on this show and obviously on the show again and again. I am talking about the one, the only, Jeremy Spencer. Welcome. What's going on? Hi, how are you? Everything's good here in Las Vegas today. Uh, it's actually reasonable weather. It's like 77 degrees, so I no complaints. Oh, yeah, that's so nice. Not like that you walk outside and get drenched in your own sweat. Yeah, you feel like you're cooking from the inside. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I don't miss those days, so I'm glad. I think it, we finally turned the corner to fall. That's awesome. Well, yeah, I'm excited to catch up with you. You've been a busy guy. I mean, even since the last time we've caught up. So first off, I want to ask you, how are you doing? How's your health? How's your back? Everything going well? Yeah, everything's good. It took a couple years really for my back to heal yeah. fully but it's great now I, I actually have like a terminator style back because they put the titanium in there so everything around it may deteriorate but that's really solid so there no complaints health wise back at the gym feeling pretty good um yeah. you know getting a little older but things are doing pretty well body wise i guess so no no complaints really that's awesome to hear i know that's one thing you were talking about the last time, even like the the struggle of going through a healing process and, you know, all the emotional even came with it, the depression and everything. That's mm. ugh, so glad to hear that you're doing well. Um, so, yeah, there's been a lot of changes. Let's talk about it. Catch us up. Well, um, I originally called the project Psychosexual. Um, yeah. It had started as like a just a solo kind of pop new wave keyboard music kind of pop project you know it was a really different thing than it is now and when i put the band together i just kept that name um and we started you know like the first batch of songs had some it was more sex oriented lyrics and things like that and um as we just kept going it started to get away from that and it became apparent that it's really not a fitting name anymore so it's like let's just change it because nobody really knows who we are anyway we never toured we did like one live stream show. So it was pretty, it wasn't really out there that much. Um, like we threw out a recording early with little to no promotion. I did a few little things to promote it. And um, then we just kept writing. We never stopped because the pandemic, you know, that we couldn't really go play shows. So we're like, let's just keep working on music. And then we came out with a song called Devil From Hell. And I was like, oh man, I kind of wish that would have been the first thing we released because it's more fitting to what we're doing now. Um, yeah. So then we just kept going and we ended up creating nine albums worth of material in the past like two years. We haven't stopped in two years. So all we do is write and record since we haven't been able to play. <laughs> yeah. So, wow. It's um, that's a lot. Very a lot. Yeah. I mean, so much work, but I, I love it. You know, it's, there's no complaints here. We that's what we love to do. It's just, we wouldn't have done that if the pandemic wasn't here because we would have gone out and played shows and that would just break it up. But since there's no interruptions, you, you just go into the studio every day and make music. <laughs> so yeah. we're really fortunate. I mean, I know the pandemic's awful, but it's been kind of a blessing in disguise for us because it's just allowed us to 
find our sound and grow and evolve and make all this music that we're really excited to share, which is finally dropping in about a month. So, um, you know, there are a few songs out now, but um, the bulk of it's all coming out on one day, November 5th. I'm super excited. I mean, that's kind of like a, you know how you binge watch Netflix? You're going to have to just binge listen to everything yes. you guys drop. I'm super excited about all that. Well, and you said that you were blessed, which is funny because it's like the devil was blessed. So speaking of the devil, your characters are also changing too. Is that correct? Yeah, I'm calling myself Grim Sinner now. Um, the devil daddy thing, it, it was more appropriate for the psychosexual music that I was doing on my own, but it just, it started to just not seem to fit anymore. It's not relevant. So um, I changed the name and I think that the sound's a little more sinister and um, dark. And I think it's a more appropriate name, uh, not only as a band, but for my stage persona as well. And um, I'm real happy with where things are now. It took a little while to get our footing. You know, I don't think anyone has their band figured out on the first release or their first batch of recordings. You know, all my favorite acts continue to evolve and I like their later work maybe a little better than their first mm -hmm. stuff. So I think it's pretty much the same with us. Um, now we're at a place where it's been two years. I think we know who we are and I think the sound yeah. and the name all fits together really well. And I think people will find something that they can latch onto. They may have not enjoyed the first couple of things they heard and that's fine. You know, I mean, I don't dig everything I hear either. Um, some people liked it, some people didn't, but you know, we just kept making it for ourselves and, and continue to evolve. And I like where we are now and I'm, I'm ready for to share everything with the world. That's super exciting. I know it's kind of like that awkward middle school phase where you're trying to find yourself. And I think it's super awesome that you guys acknowledge that and caught it instead of just trying to force something that wasn't there, or something that you didn't feel because maybe that's going to promote like burnout or just losing the passion of the project altogether. So from the total rebrand, what are some kind of lessons learned you could share with others? Because it's safe to assume that you guys are not the only band that's ever gone through that growth and, and experienced it towards like, okay, we thought we were this, but we're actually this. What are some great lessons learned that you could share with other artists that are kind of facing the same thing? Well, I, I think that you're constantly evolving. Your you, uh, songs are snapshots in time. So how you feel one day when you record something isn't going to be the same the next day. So uh, just keep documenting everything and, you know, you'll figure it out as you go. But one thing I learned, you know, just throwing something up and going out, oh, whatever, let's just put it out. You can't really do that because it's everywhere instantly. And everyone has their keyboard pad and they're ready to <laughs> annihilate you for any wrongdoing that you might have, they consider that you've done, right? So um, that's a little different. Like when, it, when I started in the previous band, people were you know, they let us know that they didn't like something, but it wasn't like it is now where everyone in the world just is constantly, they exist to dog things on the internet. That's all people do. So, you know, have, knowing that now, it's like, okay, whatever. Um, you just develop thick skin and just, I don't need, to be honest with you, I don't read comments positive or negative anymore. I turned over social media to somebody else. I don't care because it's like, I don't want to even give one second of energy to it. I All I want to do is make music. <laughs> so I, I love that. I hire somebody to do that part of it because I just don't want to 
get bogged down with that stuff. It's like, I don't need somebody to tell me that they think it's good or bad. I really, it's no, what I, what they think of me is none of my business. <laughs> so a hundred percent, listen to it, process it, dig it or not. It's all up to you. That's fine. I love that. Yeah. You know, like, I think that's something that everybody, I don't, I've never met somebody that's like, Oh my gosh, like, I'm just so confident to where, you know, whatever. I think you read something about yourself, but it, it does take some thick skin to go through. But I think it's having that actualization and, and understanding that their negative comments, like they're not coming from a place of like positive or a place of love, obviously. They don't have your best interests at heart. They're trying to bring you down. So by reading it to even to waste five minutes of your time to scroll down and read stupid comments is already allowing them to win. So I think that's, that's amazing advice just to outsource it and let somebody else handle all of that because um, you're absolutely spot on. It's at the end of the day, it's on them and not you, what they think about you. Yeah, it has nothing to do with you. It's all about their frustrations of where they are uh, or, or what they haven't achieved. So I get it. You kind of get off on, yeah, I can be a horrible bastard <laughs> to somebody and I get off on the juice from it. And that's cool. I get it. But I don't need to know about it. And I don't need to know if you think it's great either because that's false. It means nothing at the end of the day. I have to be happy with the music that I made mm -hmm. and that's all I care about doing. So if I focus on that, the rest will take care of itself. Yeah. And unfortunately people with such a small mindset like that, that take to the keyboard, they don't have that perception of like an artist has actually got to enjoy it versus just, Oh, let's put out something that's going to hit mainstream that everybody's going to love. Cause we all know if you're for everybody or for nobody, but yeah, that's awesome advice. And um, you know, one thing I found interesting, from, you know, it's so funny because I was like looking, I was like, oh my gosh, they're gone. What happened? Yeah. <laughs> it was like, fine, like hit the search party. But then you guys released, like you said, there are three songs currently out right now. Um, one thing that I found interesting though, while researching and kind of looking you guys up and kind of following you and catching you, catching up on that part was, so you guys are completely like deleting all everything and then restarting new. So like you're not even renaming social profiles. You're literally completely starting a new one. I'd be curious as to what's that strategy and what kind of made you guys just to think instead of just renaming it and kind of wiping it clean, you guys are just deleting it all and then starting freshly new. Well, a lot of it has to do with some, some profiles on some platforms. They won't let you just change the name if it's verified or it's, a, it's it. too much okay. of an inconvenient process. I'm like, I don't care. Set it on fire. Let's start over. <laughs> No, that's kind of what we did. <laughs> it's just easier. That's so, so funny because I was like reading, I was like, damn, like that's a lot of work. But I guess it's a lot of work too to go through the, the you, like you said, you have a verified account. So that verification process, I'm sure, is not an easy one. It's not. And it's like, I, it, it's so, I don't, like I said, I, I want to spend my time creating music. I don't want to deal with emailing uh, Instagram trying to get <laughs> them to allow me to change my name to get the blue check mark. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> that's so awesome so back to the nine albums that you guys will be dropping like that's a shit ton of music i mean i personally have never recorded an album i've never been in the process but i can only imagine how exhausting it can be because me as a creative i found myself more creative like in the morning or maybe late at night when i should go to bed and then i just zombie it out through the night but how do you like just do all of that because you guys have done that in a pretty pretty um i don't know i guess streamlined process but how how do you do that how do you make that happen and then how do you recover from all that because it has to be physically and mentally exhausting yeah it, I, i've noticed that I, after about album eight i'm like man i need a break and i tried to take a break and i think i may have lasted about four or five days and i'm like i this sucks let's get back to it 
<laughs> so we just never stopped. It just became our job. It's like everyone goes into their office or whatever. That's our office is the studio. So we yeah. just go in there every freaking day. You know, we take a weekends off or something, but you, you go four or five days a week and uh, stuff starts adding up really fast. But not, I don't think anyone's ever released nine albums at once. I think it's it's got to be some sort of unofficial world record because I was searching for the most albums that an artist have, has ever released and I can't find anything that's that high. So I think that um, that's kind of a neat little tidbit there that it, it's like some kind of unofficial world record. I know that Guinness Records, they don't honor that because they're like, well, music is subjective and we can't really describe what a song is technically. And I'm like, well, if what if it charts? Does that mean it's a song? But whatever, who cares it's <laughs> on the Guinness Book of World Records? But um, like, I, I don't think I've ever heard of anyone releasing that many records at once. I was thinking, I'm like, that is a unique like content drop, artist drop, however you want to put it. But like, it's definitely unheard of. And I was exactly about to say, you should reach out to Guinness World Records, but it sounds like that's gonna not happen. So that's disappointing to hear. <laughs> yeah, you know, I really, the main reason for doing this is I don't wanna release one song every two months. Like that's the new way mm -hmm. of doing it. And that does it not interest me. I want people to soak on a vibe of a record. And because when we make records, that's what it is. You, It's a vibe of a certain thing. And then you move on to the next one and the next one and the next one. and those are all my favorite favorite artists. That's how they did it. Like David Bowie did that. It would be one record, one style, then another style. Then and just, I was like, what's next? I can't wait. What's he look like? What's it's going to. So that's kind of how we're treating it. Um, it's just its own entity. And I don't want three songs out like there is now. I want nine records where people can go. Because once I discover a band, I want to know everything about them. Mm -hmm. And if, if they like whenever I discovered Ghost, if they had nine records out, I would have been like, yeah, because I was so into it. I played that Ghost record every day on tour and I got on everyone's nerves. They're like, God damn, again, man? <laughs> like, you gotta hear this. I love this band. And of course, now they're huge. But like, um, so for me, that's what I want. I want to put out enough stuff where people can just go down the rabbit hole and enjoy it and really get into it and learn it. You know, and this is like an assumption on my part, but I feel like releasing this ones onesies here and there those singles and just to kind of stay relevant i don't know mm. if that really builds like a loyal fan base because like you had said like you know all these big people like kiss right like you you have some like kiss army right you have those people who are loyal because they bought into that what's the next album versus you know and there's nothing against it because i understand the whole strategy that other people are doing too to drop a you know single every whatever just to yeah. stay relevant but it's not really like a story or it doesn't flow, at least in my opinion, as like, I don't wanna say the old days, but I wanna say the old days. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree fully. And I think that you can still drop, like we can drop a video every eight weeks and that's how you do it. But the, all the music's out, but then you could drop a video and that's kind of our version of dropping a single. Um, but it doesn't have to be a single. It can be a deep cut that we made a video for, but it keeps you relevant and keeps something new and fresh out mm -hmm. there for people that already have all the music. And they're like, well, what's next? Because people, they can't consume enough, especially since they don't have to pay for shit, really. I mean, what is it, 10 bucks a I month? Know. And you have yeah. the world that you're, it's like, forget making money. Who gives a shit? It's like, I don't even care. Let's put music out. I want to get it out there because, um, like I said, I want people to have the full experience of an album. Like Kiss used to release two albums a year. David Bowie, two albums a year. Prince, every mm -hmm. seven, eight months, he would release a record. So, like, I love that. I, I think I miss that about music. So that's kind of how mm -hmm. we're approaching it. I love that. That's super exciting. So is it safe to assume after this 
album drops in 2022 you guys are going to be doing two albums or what do you think that's going to happen yeah we're already on album 10 um so that'll come out who knows exactly when but it'll definitely come out next year it'll be i'll, I'll wait a few months after the initial onslaught of nine albums so it'll be in 22 yeah What's your like mental recovery from that process? Cause it's, I mean, I'm telling you, like, do you just like veg out and watch like dumb, like stupid TV or like what's like your recovery from that creative output? Yeah. N the nighttime is the veg on the couch and watch old sitcoms or horror movies or something just to shut my mind off. But then I'll end up laying in bed thinking of something like, damn, I have to get the phone to document <laughs> it. It never stops, but it's a good problem to have. You know, once it stops, then you're like, shit, will it come back? <laughs> yeah yeah that's the worst too when you're like i had this really great idea or i said it this way and now it's gone it's not gonna recover it's it's taking action too so that's super cool to hear you know talking about your music videos and dropping them i love them because they're super theatrical but there is definitely a difference from uh the first videos you had released to now like the new one that you just released which is on your grave so definitely a different vibe at least in my opinion it's a little bit more um, heavier. It's the MMA fighters. Can you kind of talk a little bit more about that music video? Yeah, that one just seemed like, I don't know why I came up with that song, but I was like, man, this kind of sounds like it could be an MMA fighters entry yeah. entrance song or something. So I thought, let's just get some fighters. And cause it's, it's one of those gym songs, you know, like I, mm -hmm. this makes you want to like punch shit and lift weights or <laughs> a bonehead or whatever, but it's like, uh, it's just a fun, angry little song. And, um, so I thought it was appropriate to have some fighters in the video. And, you know, we there's a bunch of videos we've made that are in the can ready to go that are totally different from that. But that's just one thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's super cool. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. It's on my workout playlist. Like, I hit it in the gym because it is it is one of those, like, yeah, it definitely gets your blood boiling, gets a little anger going on. Yeah, good. Perfect. Yeah. And, you know, you don't want to listen to some, a slow song in the gym. You want to get your ass kicked. So that's kind of what that one is. hundred <laughs> percent. So I have very much a noob 101 question for those who are wondering, but they are not brave enough to ask. I will take that one for you. Let's talk about the process of becoming in character. How long does that take? I mean, when you go on tour, is that going to be like, are you just going to like go on weeks with your whole outfit on and not take <laughs> You can't because- I didn't know all the details. Yeah, it's part prosthetic and part airbrush. So you can't. Oh, and, wow. You know, it's, all, it's stuck on with like this adhesive stuff that's lethal and it would chew your skin to, it would shred it. Ooh. So um, it's going to be a pain in the ass. The first time I put the makeup on, it took almost six hours and I'm like, I can't do this. <sighs> But now it's we have it down to about an hour, little over an hour, and I'll have a makeup artist with me that I hire to bring yeah. out to, to do it because I and I'll just sit there and take care of life stuff, emails and rot in the chair basically for that time, <laughs> for that whole time. But uh, it sucks. It's I, I painted myself into a corner. Like <laughs> it's it's um, <laughs> it's not an easy process for sure, but it looks really interesting. So I have to do it. Yeah. No, it's definitely interesting. And I mean, I'm not sure how many people right now that I can think of at the top of my head that are doing the same thing. That's, you know, we see face paint, we see mask, all those are cool, but to have like such a legit setup mm -hmm. and then to do it like every day or every other day or whatever it would look like on tour, like that's super impressive. And that's dedication to staying true to your character. 
Yeah, you know, I kind of just have to do it. I mean, if believe me, I tried to make a mask and they all look like masks. I cannot make it look real. So I just have to do it this way, which is this upper part is the prosthetic and then my mouth is my mouth. So because you got to be- How long is it going to be? How long is it going to be before you have like actual implants and you're like, fuck it, I'm just going to turn myself. <laughs> you never know. I may get tired of it probably about week three on tour. I'm like, just implant me, man. I can't take this shit anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Well, awesome, Jerry. I really appreciate you being on the show again and just, you know, being open and real like you always are. It's always fun to chat with you and it's so easy flow. Um, it's just super cool to have you on. So November 9th is going to be the release date. Oh, 5th. November 5th. 5th, Yeah. Yep. Scratch that everybody. November 5th is going to be the release date. Don't catch it four days late or else you will be behind on some music. So other than that, what else do we have to look forward to that you're going to be bringing to us? Um, Well, I did this thing called Lady Killer TV, which we may have talked yes. about last time. Yes. I finally completed that. I got three films done in the can. I re-edited everything. It's pretty stripped down and more, it could probably maybe even be seen on Netflix. It's pretty edited down. Like it was a little racier before, um, <laughs> too much, but now it's chopped down pretty good. So I'm hoping to get those out in some form, uh, probably within the next six months. Um, and I also wrote a script for another movie, which I'm going to start filming at the first part of next year too. And it's more of a mainstream horror film and I'll be in that as well as directing it. Um, so lots of stuff on the plate. Obviously the band will be touring as well. Um, I don't have dates, but we, there were tour offers already and we kind of passed because it just wasn't appropriate. I'm like, I don't want to be you know, in that slot on the bill with no dressing room and not able to do this makeup. I want to do the show right. <laughs> um, so I'll wait until the first part of next year. And everything was so booked, man. Like everyone was, it was backlogged from the pandemic. So everyone's like touring yeah. now. And then now shit's shutting down again. So it's not even worth it. So we're waiting until 22 and then we're going to hit it hard. Well, that's super exciting. And for those who are watching the video version of this um, interview, you can see at the bottom scrolling all the ways you guys can follow Jeremy. And for those who are tuning in to the awesome audio experience, it's at Jeremy Spencer. Oh, I'm sorry, at official Jeremy Spencer and then at Psycho Center with a Y. Make sure you guys follow him. Keep up with all the cool shit he's working on. Because obviously it sounds like this guy does not sleep between um, pr- producing movies, directing them, acting them, putting on tours, dropping nine albums. Super impressive. Jeremy, again, thank you so much for coming on and appreciate your time with us today. Thank you so much. It's always a pleasure. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Teaser Talk. We look forward to seeing you next Teaser Talk Tuesday. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss it. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at at Teaser Talk. This way we can keep up with you guys until the next episode.